Welcome to the Inside Talent Podcast. This is a podcast for curious talent professionals where we'll interview global leaders from early talent, recruitment, human resources, diversity and inclusion. My name's Adriana and I'll be bringing you guests from a host of backgrounds, people from Fortune 500 companies, top tier law firms, professional services, rapidly growing startups, universities, education providers, and disruptive technologists. We'll be talking through the ins and outs of early talent, recruitment, HR, diversity and inclusion, and people management. We'll be talking through the ins and outs of talent management, what's worked, what's not worked, the successes, failures, and challenges along the way. Whether it's scaling a summer internship program nationwide or the challenges of managing a large distributed team or the journey that these global leaders took in their careers, and trust us, some of these will surprise you. We're sharing it all. On today's podcast, we speak with Hayden Kornblatt. Hayden leads early talent and campus recruiting for Kraft Heinz. He began his career at Bridgestone, where at a very young age, he built out the internship and early talent program. I was super intrigued by Hayden's focus on how technology and data can shape an early talent program. Hayden, thank you for joining us on our podcast today. Yeah, thanks, Adriana. Really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. To get things started, I would love to find out a little bit more about you and your career. So perhaps let me know what you studied at university, what your current role is now and how you got there. Absolutely. So I went to the University of South Carolina, uh, where I studied marketing and, uh, and human resources, also minored in psychology. And, uh, you know, my major is a minor kind of show that I didn't quite know what I wanted to do um, coming out of college. I was really interested mm-hmm. in business. I knew that. I knew I was really interested in sales and uh, human behavior. I, I always found fascinating um, so I, I tried a lot of different things and, and found that marketing, human resources, psychology all kind of played uh, to my interests, uh, much more than finance or accounting or economics. Um, so, yeah. so I studied, so I studied uh, that in, in undergrad um, and have somehow turned that into a, uh, into a career. I, I've somehow combined marketing and and human resources into you know uh, the university relations space now that I see talent acquisition as as that perfect combination of uh, of marketing and uh, and human resources because you know now I'm I'm not marketing a brand uh, per se I'm I'm marketing our company which is our our brand which yeah. I find really uh, really exciting so um, I didn't I quite frankly and quite honestly I didn't start out my career wanting necessarily to go into human resources. Um, I, uh, I, I joined um, my first company, Bridgestone, uh, the, the tire manufacturer, uh, as an intern, actually. So I started in an internship between my, my junior and senior year uh, of, of, of undergrad. So I actually started working in um, our Firestone Complete Auto Care uh, shops uh, or, or re- the retail space there for Bridgestone uh, and learned from the bottom. So I, I started in right there working in a mechanic shop uh, summer uh, during my summer internship, my first, my first task was to restock a, a 2000 tire, um, warehouse in the middle of June in South Carolina. So, oh my goodness. um, was, <laughs> yeah, so the, you know, the internship, not only was it mentally taxing, it was physically taxing as well. Definitely the best shape of my life for sure. Love that. Um, but, um, but so, so I started there and, uh, and really got to learn, uh, no pun intended, really the nuts and bolts of, uh, of, 
of business and, and particularly the tire business and customer service and, um, you know, working, you know, and understanding P&L and, and operating it from kind of a single store, small business perspective. So really enjoyed my summer uh, there so much that I actually stayed on um, working at that location uh, through my senior year and continued to work full time. Actually took a promotion uh, in, in the store and in my kind of first promotion, which was really exciting to manager of tire sales at that location in my senior year. Continued to work uh, there and graduate, um, then had the opportunity to continue working in that store, running the service department, um, which is where I had my first uh, experience uh, managing managing people. And, and I had the opportunity to manage uh, roughly 12 to 15 uh, folks within our store um, who, you know, I got the opportunity to really learn and grow as a, as a professional and particularly as a manager. And that's where I think I found my, my first um, kind of uh, passion around human resources and, and particularly managing and supporting people. Yeah. Um, you know, I found it invigorating and, and, and energizing and really exciting um, and, and really challenging at the same time, which I, which I thought was, uh, which I thought was really exciting. At the same time, I also was uh, helping with college recruiting. Being that I came from the intern program, I stayed on, I was working full time, I was still near uh, the university, I would go and, and help interview, or I would work career fairs, I would speak at information sessions, things like that, just to talk about my experience. I had just graduated um, not, too, not too long before, just a, a few months in some cases, and had the opportunity to, to explore. And that's where I got my first uh, taste of recruiting. And really loved it, and I and I think that really that really got me excited, uh, and that's where I started to really see a career in in recruiting. Um, so after that, after I spent another year or so in the store, I I, uh, I had the opportunity to uh, take a role in Atlanta, covering um, the Southeast Zone for Bridgestone, so supporting the Firestone Complete Auto Care and the Tires Plus brands, and um, I supported uh, 400 locations and 4,000 teammates across eight states um, in all things human resources, uh, which was really exciting. So everything from talent management to talent development uh, to employee engagement, uh, and then of course, recruiting as well. So I got to actually manage and run the, the small internship program I had just gone through about a year or so prior um, and also go to campus and actually recruit wow, on campus. That's there. pretty amazing. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was very exciting. Again, that's where I kind of got my, my real taste into college recruiting. Um, so I did that. So I, got, I had the opportunity to do that. And then, um, then I got, it's, it was funny. I got an email one day and it's one of those opportunities where you think back and, and you see one thing in your career that, that could have changed had you done it differently. And um, I got an email uh, from the head of talent acquisition. It was a newer, newer position at Bridgestone out of there, out of Nashville, out of the headquarters, asking about what we were doing in college recruiting. Um, I got real excited about it. Hadn't met this individual yet. Sent a, a pretty detailed email back of all the, all the things we were doing, uh, particularly in the Southeast to manage our internship uh, and do our college recruiting. And that email itself actually turned into uh, a project role where I actually was on the project team to build out and centralize uh, campus recruiting for Bridgestone, which then turned into uh, the project lead role, which then turned into the, the campus lead role. Uh, and I had the opportunity to then move to, to Nashville, Tennessee, and actually build out 
uh, and stand up uh, a central campus recruitment strategy and a centralized internship program for Bridgestone. Um, so it's just one of those things where it was really exciting and, and, and didn't know where that, that, that email was going to take me. And now it's led me into the career that I have now. So I moved to Nashville um, and I built out and, uh, and stood up a, a new intern program uh, for Bridgestone. We took uh, our, our decentralized program, which is about 40 interns across the country. Uh, and in about a span of, I would say, six months, uh, from, I say February, really February, actually even less than that, I would say about four months from February till about May, uh, we were in the middle of recruiting, building a new program all at the same time. We were essentially building it at, at every step and took the program in its first year from 40 interns to 225 interns wow. uh, within its first year. Uh, we centralized the budget. We centralized the experience. Uh, we, we built out a more robust project plan. Uh, for all of the interns, uh, and and we're able to actually build out a, an experience that supported our entire uh, uh, business across uh, across the country for Bridgestone there, um, and it was exciting. It was a very exciting time. It was very stressful by, for sure I can because imagine. we yeah we were building it at, you know essentially every step you know we started the intern program in May and didn't have an ending yet. We didn't know what the ending was going to be. Um, so we were building it as we were going, uh, super exciting. The team was, was amazing, uh, there and, and then had, uh, you know, again, opportunity to, to really run that for about two years or so built out a full-time program, uh, as well, which then took the interns and rolled them into a full-time rotational program across the retail business. Um, and, and was able to manage that for two years as well. And, and then moved into, um, an HR business partner role for Bridgestone supporting uh, the commercial tire division and, and ran uh, an intern program there just kind of on the side, which then led me to where I am now, which is at Kraft Heinz. So my, my role now here at Kraft Heinz is the head of U.S. university relations. Uh, I joined just over a year and a half ago um, and moved to Chicago, moved uh, to the Midwest, which, which I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, and, and have been now in, in Kraft Heinz ever since. Uh, and, and we manage, my team and I support the MBA and undergraduate programs uh, that support uh, our business across the country. Wow, that's a pretty amazing journey. And I think something that uh, I really find quite uh, impressive out of all of that is that you were managing a team of people from such a uh, young age, fresh, fresh out of school, you know, you, you constantly had, had a team there to manage. How, how did you go about, um, you know, finding that as a first time people manager, but also so early in your career, having to manage teams and lead teams of people? So I, you know, it's interesting. I, I think back a lot, um, although it was now five, six, five or six years ago, I think a lot back to my time at that Firestone complete auto care store. And having the opportunity to manage uh, folks from so many different uh, diverse backgrounds and experiences. And I think back to all the mistakes I made and I made a ton of mistakes. And I think, you know, that that's a part of, that's been a part of my journey. And I think that's been a part of anyone's journey, particularly as you know, you manage people, there's no, there's no book. I mean, I know there, there are definitely leadership books and, and management books and whatnot, but there's really no book out there that's going to explain to you, exactly what to do and how to manage people and, and in every situation. And it's one of those things where you truly just yeah. have to learn by doing. Um, so, you know, again, I, I think back, I made a lot of mistakes very early on and I'm very thankful for that opportunity to manage people at such an early age, uh, an early stage in my career. 
so that I can continue to progress and not repeat the, the same mistakes. Um, so, you know, I think a lot of it to me, the, the, especially early on, was just being open to, to learning and, and learning about people. I was in a new industry I never had experience in, supporting and managing a team of, of people who were my parents' age in some cases and had been mm. working in the industry in the industry and had been working particularly even with the company longer than I had been alive at that time. Um, so to me, at that point in my career, and really, you know, throughout my entire career, it's always about being open, transparent, um, and willing to, to listen and learn. Because uh, I, you know, I learn something new every day from my peers, from my team, um, and from everyone around me. And, and I've continued that uh, along and kept that sort of mentality uh, throughout my entire career. Yeah, I think that's a really important learning and experience for you that's obviously shaped where you are now. Now that you're sort of entirely focused on early talent and campus recruiting at Craft Craft Heinz, what are some of the successes that you've seen in the past year and a half that you've been working at Craft Heinz, but also more um, the part, you know, your career at Bridgestone before that? What were some of the highlights during your time in campus and early recruiting? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, my team and I have, uh, have done a ton of work over the last year and a half um, here at Kraft Heinz and, and we've seen some really big wins, um, you know, very, very recently. Um, so I would say namely in, in our most recent, uh, change, we, we just recently changed over our, our trainee and intern programs, uh, for Kraft Heinz. So uh, the company has, has had an, uh, our, an intern and a trainee program, uh, for our undergraduate students, uh, since the, since the company was formed back in 2014. Uh, and it's been uh, the similar program. It's evolved, of course, year over year. Uh, it's always getting better. But what we found uh, with the past year or so uh, was that we essentially had three very distinct and separate programs. We had one program that was for, for corporate. We called it corporate management training and intern program. And that supported all the headquarter uh, functions, marketing, finance, um, analytics, uh, headquarters sales, headquarters operations, et cetera. Uh, then we had a, a second program that supported our manufacturing plans. So uh, we called it our manufacturing trainee and intern program. And it supported uh, all of our plants uh, across, uh, across the country, all 39 of them. Uh, and it provided um, students an opportunity to work in manufacturing and engineering. And then we had a third program which supported our sales offices we called that our business development trainee and intern program. And it supported our field sales offices across the country and provided students an opportunity to work in field sales and, and in-store sales. What we found was that those programs were very siloed and we were looking distinctly for specific students for each of those programs. We recruited on campus in a siloed fashion as well, because we didn't want to have overlap and, and cause confusion on campus. But what that did was, is it kept us from, uh, you know, all the talent that we had available to us on the great campuses that we were um, going to and, and recruiting from. We also found that, you know, not every intern and trainee's experience was the same, that, um, you know, by, by nature of our corporate trainees and interns being here in our headquarters in Chicago, they tend to have a bit more exposure to our leadership team and cross-functional teams. 
uh, and not necessarily, but, but, but not necessarily getting exposure to our field-based teams where the majority of our, our teammates are. Um, and then, and then, you know, vice versa, on the contrary, we found that our uh, business development and our manufacturing trainees and interns who were working in the field offices and plants were getting a robust experience in that space, but we're not necessarily getting the full experience uh, that Kraft Heinz had to offer, nor the exposure uh, to our leadership and cross-functional teams. So what we did was for, for this upcoming uh, year 2020 classes, we combined all of these programs. So we tore, basically tore up uh, our playbook and everything that we had been doing before, and we rebuilt it from the ground up. Love we that. built rebuilt it into a a one Kraft Heinz trainee program uh, that is going to be able to provide uh, an experience for all students across the board. It's going to be the same. All students are going to get exposure to our field operations. All students and uh, trainees and interns are going to get exposure to our headquarter operations, cross functional experience and leadership exposure. Um, and they're and they're going to have an opportunity to work in different areas of the business by design. We then also were able to uh, open up our opportunities to more students on campus um, for this year, and and really uh, take advantage of all the offerings that that our our campuses have. So what's that done is essentially um, we have now seen a 34% increase in applicants this year uh, for our intern and trainee programs. Um, for uh, for these students, it's allowed us to open up again to to more students and provide more opportunities. We're we're an organization that likes to take bets on people, so we don't necessarily uh, you know keep ourselves like confined. Yeah, and, and and I think the biggest one of the biggest things that that I think one of our interests is, and one of the things that I love so much about the organization is we don't confine confine ourselves or constrict ourselves to just. Um, aligning students based on their majors. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, it's about potential. so for example, it's about potential. Exactly. It's about the potential. It's about where we see uh, these students being able to go in their career. So we have history majors who are, you know, working on marketing and branding. Um, or I've got, you know, I've got engineers who work in our finance uh, department. Or uh, English majors who, you know, are in sales. So, you know, we, we, we take students based on their potential and based on what we see as a, as the, the intangibles and the fit within the organization. Cause we believe we can train them on the hard skills, uh, as it, as it pertains to the organization. So I would say that is a huge win for us. It was definitely a big risk because mm-hmm. we were, we were doing something different. We were, you know, it was working. Our trainee programs were working great. Um, our intern programs were working great as they were but they weren't working as good as, as we thought they should be um, and providing the, the right experience that we thought these students deserved and that Kraft Heinz could offer. So we, made, we took the risk and through this recruiting season so far, it's paid off. Uh, so we're, we're really excited to see this, this new group of, uh, of, of, of students come in their cohorts in 2020. Um, they're gonna have a, a longer trainee experience and a, and a more well-rounded and robust experience um, and we're really excited to see what they do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's so reflective of what the nature of um, students that are graduating, what their careers will be like. They're not just going to have one job, you know, at one exactly. company for 20 years. It's They're doing a whole variety of different things, um, even if within one role that they'll be having. So, yeah, having that ability, and we found that, I found that as well, talking to a whole bunch of different people that, 
organizations that provide students and provide their employees with the opportunities to whether it's you know take sabbaticals or to do um you know project work within the organization or to transfer internally and laterally to provide those different skills um and opportunities for learning i i really think that's one of the ways that organizations going to continue to win and retain talent absolutely agree yeah i mean i think that that's what's so great i think about the experience that we can provide and we do provide to students here at Kraft Heinz is that we have so much to offer. Uh, we have, we yeah. have opportunities in marketing and branding and sales and finance um, and analytics, yeah. engineering process. I mean, anything, you know, I was joke, but you know, really I could, I can, I have no problem placing a student anywhere um, they want to go. I mean, we, we're obviously a large organization like many others that we have so many opportunities and I think students don't necessarily think, uh, you know, of a CPG or a food and beverage company like Kraft Heinz is having all the different opportunities, particularly in spaces outside of marketing. Um, but we do. And I think that's what's really exciting. And students can try a lot of different things with us, which I think, you know, again, gives them the opportunity to try a lot of different things and see what they like and see what they may not like. Exactly. And that's something that for anyone is so important in figuring out what your next step is, is finding out what you don't like and having that ability, what you do like and what you don't like and having that ability to nurture that moving forward. Do you have any sort of stories or challenges that you've overcome um, perhaps throughout your career? And talk me through that, some of those challenges and how you overcame them and what, what are some of the lessons or the learnings that you've gotten out of those? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, yeah, there's been, there's been challenges, uh, <laughs> uh, challenges everywhere. I, I would, I would say, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I, I think back to even just recently joining, you know, Kraft Heinz a year and a half ago. Um, you know, I, I joined, um, in the, you know, in the university relations function had a, um, you know, had, had a, a, a manager at the time who was going out on leave. So I had to learn, uh, you know, in, in, in new industry and a new company uh, very quickly <laughs> in, in order to, uh, to, to get up yeah. to speed. I, I joined back in April of 2018. We had our class starting uh, in June um, and my manager at the time was going out on leave within three weeks. So I had about three weeks or so to, to get up to speed yeah. um, after spending seven years in, in my only, in, in, with Bridgestone as my only company and the only company that I knew. Now, I knew tires backwards and forwards. Um, I could tell you anything you need to know about tires <laughs> in the automotive industry. But, but when it came to, you know, the CPG space um, and the food and beverage space, I was, I was brand new. So, you know, I think that, that, was, um, you know, that, was, that was probably one of the, the larger challenges. Plus, I had to be up to speed and ready because I had a, a class of interns coming in and a class of trainees coming in who were looking at me to be the, to be the subject matter expert, um, to not just, yeah. you know, help them along the way, but lead them through the, you know, the first job in their career. So, so I think that, that was really challenging. And, and what I, what I took from that is, you know, what I tell my team too, particularly around this recruiting space is, is I just became a student again. Um, so I just read everything I could about the CPG industry, about the food and beverage industry, um, I, you know, met with as many, uh, alumni of our intern and trainee programs as, as, as they possibly could, uh, you know, without interrupting their day-to-day -day job, but I met with as many people as I could. And, and what's great about Kraft Heinz here is that everyone's so willing, uh, to chat and is so passionate about what they, about what they do. 
um, is that it's impossible not to learn something every day. And, and I think that's what's so cool. Um, and what was able to allow me to really overcome that challenge is that people were so helpful, were so willing and so passionate when they spoke that it was, uh, you know, it was exciting and, and it gets you, gets you excited every day to come to work. And that, that's how I feel now. So, um, you know, for me, the, I think the easiest way to explain it is just, it's just, I became a student again and, and challenged myself to learn as much and as quickly as I could. And so far it, se- it seemed to have worked out, you know, a year and a half ago and yeah. it seems to be, seems to still be working now. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's really about adopting that, um, that growth mindset and, you know, that curiosity, which I'm sure is, you've seen is really important in your intern groups, but also I think more generally, I know we have listeners who are just starting out their career in early talent and, you know, or people who are even moving within different industries, that ability to be curious, inquisitive and adopt that mindset of learning everything rather than, you know, thinking you can walk into an organization and know everything from day one. I know I've definitely found that throughout my career is, you know, moving into different industries and having to just learn what the go is and who the competitors are and, you know, the, all the jargon and the acronyms, it, it can be challenging, but something that everyone will do. And it, I think it's your outlook on it and the way you approach it is going to, you know, it's going to be the success or the failure for you. On that note, sort of around the idea of perhaps traits that you've adopted throughout your career, what are some of the traits? I know you, we spoke about hiring for potential and taking bets on people, particularly from a student and campus side of things. But what are some of the things that you look for in students and early talent and interns um, when they are applying for roles at Craft Heinz? Absolutely. What's great about I think what's cool about our programs is that our, our interns uh, and, and our trainees go through the exact same recruiting experience. Um, so just as a, you know, for definition purposes, our, our internship program is, is looking for juniors who are going into their senior year. Uh, and our yeah. trainee program is a full-time rotational program for students who, uh, who will just be graduating. But across the board, you know, we, we look for a few things that we hold very sacred uh, in our culture, uh, for, for especially for, for interns and trainees, but really for all hires coming into craft time. The biggest one I would say, and the one that's, that's part of our values is around ownership. Um, and ownership can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But at Kraft Heinz, you know, we see ourselves uh, as owners of our business. We, we obviously are a large organization, but we like to think of and treat every aspect of our, of our business and what we're doing as if you are an, an owner and you own uh, part of the, the, you know, the organization. So that, that to us means taking on you know, as much responsibility as needed to get the, to get the job done. That means having a bias for action and, and not sitting back and waiting for things to come to you, but rather uh, attacking the problem or, um, or going out and looking around corners to see what's coming down the pipe. Um, it means owning, you know, treating every dollar like it's your own, um, right? So thinking about uh, how, you know, whenever you're, you're looking at expenses that as if it's coming out of your own, your own checkbook or own bank account yeah. um, and treating it like it's your own and, and really owning your responsibilities. So that's, that means owning the wins, you know, as well as owning the losses um, and, and owning the failures. And for here, it, you know, for us, it's okay to fail, fail, fail quickly, of course, and learn from it and then be able to grow from the, from that. So ownership, I would say by far is, is one of the, the key values that we, we hold uh, very near and dear. We also look for, for students who, you know, have that leadership experience and uh, have, have shown that they have a propensity to want to 
stand out in front and, and take the lead. And again, kind of goes back to that bias for action. So, you know, on campus, what that looks like could be, you know, being part of um, extracurricular groups and activities and, and taking a leadership position in that. Um, that's something particular we look for. Uh, we also look for students who are naturally curious. You know, I, one of my favorite things about working here, uh, like I mentioned earlier, is the passion of, of, uh, of, of everyone here and the fact that they're always learning. And, and by, you know, my peers always learning, I always am learning too. Um, and get to, you know, get to hear from them about what's new in the industry, what's changing, um, that sort of thing. So someone who's always, uh, who's always curious, always a lifelong learner, um, who always is, is not, who's not settled with, uh, with just the, the status quo. And then I think the, the last one I would, I would really mention that we look for is someone who's a simplifier. Right. There's a we, we talk to a lot of great students uh, and and the students who can take complex issues or complex topics and simplify them um, into a way that, that is easily digestible and easy to understand, you know, typically do very well here. I like that. I like that idea of a simplifier. I think that's something that everyone needs to everyone needs to hire for and to think of as a priority. In terms of students within the organization and perhaps the future of students within your organization at Kraft Heinz, where do you see that going? I know you've talked about um, how you're consolidating your different programs and you've simplified and you've streamlined um, all of that, but from perhaps at a more high level, where do you see the role of students and early talent um, within your organization, but also I think within the industry as a whole? Um, I really say that there's a lot of change going on around the role of students and, you know, the role of internships is changing and um, how students are approaching their career. Obviously, it's not vocational anymore. Um, but what are your thoughts about the role of students and early talent within your organization and then within the, the larger industry as a whole? Yeah, but I, think it's, I think it's becoming increasing, increasingly more important um, that you know, companies have a strong early talent uh, in university strategy. Uh, you know, it's interesting because we see students and, and you know, we, we use the word millennials, which I, I absolutely hate using that word, but I'll use it anyway, right? But we think <laughs> of them and, and you know, we think of students nowadays wanting, you know, they want to try different things. I, yeah. think, um, I think now more than ever, uh, students, don't really know what they want to do after college. I think the, yeah. the great thing uh, about, the, about the, the environment today is that you don't have to just assign yourself uh, to one area. Totally. You, know, you, don't just have to, you don't just have to say, I'm going to be an accountant, I'm going to major in accounting, and I'm going to be yeah. an accountant, and I'm going to do that for the rest of my life. I think what's great, and I think what students are, are doing now is that they're going and getting say, non-traditional degrees um, and then entering in the business, uh, right? So I think we're, we're starting to see a shift away from your, your typical undergraduate business degrees um, yeah. in some cases, right? And, and students are going and getting a variety of, of educational backgrounds and still have an interest in, in, in joining a, a business uh, after, after, undergrad, after undergrad. So I think we're starting to see a shift there from the student population, but I, I think that's where as, a, as an industry and as a, as a company, it's very important that the programs and the offerings uh, provide for an environment where students can, can explore and can test and can get different experiences. Um, 
in their in their first, you know, in, in, in throughout their career, and especially early in their career. And and for us, we see we see our early talent as our major pipeline into leadership roles within the organization. Uh, that we can bring students in uh, right out of undergrad or even during undergrad in their internship programs, and we can teach them uh, about the Kraft Heinz way and about our culture and yeah. um, and and get them you know introduced to the to the industry and to the organization and, and teach them the, from the ground up. And if we're able to provide a you know variety of experiences throughout that early time of their career and then throughout the, the rest of their career, uh, then I think we have a, a, a really good offering for someone to stay for a very long time. Um, and I think that's the, that's the key differentiator for companies right now is that students want the opportunity to try different things with the stability of staying with, you know, with the same organization yeah. if they're able to. Yeah, I think that's really, really important. And that's one of the... Um, I've definitely seen that a lot, at the, a lot of people I've spoken to in this podcast is the ability to provide different opportunities for students within the organization um, allows people to succeed. And I think that's a cool thing that you've had in your career is you've constantly been provided those different opportunities, even without, you know, not necessarily having prior experience or whatever it may be, you've had those opportunities to sort of extend yourself and build out new projects and continue to learn. And that's where I really think people will succeed and students will succeed in their careers. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I've been, I've been fortunate in, in a lot of cases to almost be kind of the right, right place, right yeah. time uh, sort of thing. But, you know, the advice that I give every student I, I talk to, every time we bring a, a new a new round of students, either to our on-site days or when we, we have a new cohort is, you know, don't be afraid to, to raise your hand and take a risk to take on that extra responsibility. I mean, just looking at, you know, for my career, everything, uh, every role, every change that I've been able to take on was because I, I was willing to, to do a bit extra outside of my role and, um, you know, raise my hand uh, and volunteer, uh, even if it wasn't in, say, my job description. And I think, from the company side now, almost engineering and creating a, an environment where students can do that, um, you know, organically through their career um, is what is something that we are trying to work through, right? And that's something that we're trying to create that environment where students have the opportunity uh, to raise their hand um, and, uh, and do new and different things. Because not everyone has that opportunity or that visibility to do so. So if you're able to provide them with the um, opportunities to get on extra projects or take on additional responsibility outside of their day-to-day, provide them that uh, kind of informal additional experience, that then only helps to to better round out their skills and abilities. Yeah, absolutely. On that note of um, sort of where we see the future going for early talent and for students and organizations, how have you seen technology impact recruiting, early talent, campus talent, um, and how do you think it will impact campus talent and recruiting in the future? Yeah, that, that's, an, that's an interesting question, right? And I think anytime I have the opportunity to sit down with, you know, peers, this is a, a big topic that always comes up. Yeah, absolutely. Is, you know, are, are, you know, it's, we, yeah, we, we, you know, we always get around, you know, we always sit and start talking around, are you using uh, video-based interviewing and are you using assessments? If yeah. you are, who are you using? How are you using it? When are you using it? And I think yeah. a lot of companies 
are using it in different places, uh, different different ways, and, and at different times in the recruiting process. So I would say we so we do rely um, we rely heavily on technology. We're we're quite uh, we're, we're a lean organization, and and my team and I are, are rather lean. It's myself and and two others on the university relations team. Now we also do use a, a recruiting team to support us during the recruiting season as well. Um, but it, you know, for for the number of applicants we receive and the size of our program, I would I would say I would consider us a pretty lean um, team. So we we need to rely on on technology because we we want the opportunity to be able to see all uh, of the applicants, you know, for our programs and the opportunity to evaluate and, and review every single one, which we do. Um, so so we use uh, we use technology in, in really two areas. So we use technology first with a with a, a one way video interview. And we do that in really in place of just a sit down resume review or phone screen or something like that. We actually have all of our applicants go through this one way video interview where they're asked questions by actual former trainees and former former interns that are pre-recorded. Uh, and then they, rec- they then they respond to the, these questions via video. And then we sit down and we have the opportunity to review um, them and, and, and watch them and get to know them a little bit more in depth than say just off of a resume. So it allows students to really showcase themselves a bit more than, than what you just see on paper. And, and then we also do use assessments, right? So we, we use game-based assessments, um, which again, just pri- provides additional data uh, on, on our students and on the candidates going through the process. We are a data-driven organization. We make every decision based on data. So the more data points we can pull in, um, you know, for us, the better, the better we, we are able at making these, uh, these decisions. Um, so those are, those are really the two main areas where we're utilizing yeah. um, technology in our recruiting process. We don't use it as a, as a screener or a, or a cutoff or anything. It's more as, again, an opportunity for us to get to know students in a, in a more intimate way than just say a resume or a, yeah. or a 10 minute conversation, uh, as well as to also provide some additional data uh, as well. Yeah, I think that's really, really important. From a future perspective, um, how do you think that technology will continue to impact recruiting and um, how we go about doing everything in this industry? You know, I think I, I think it's only going to continue to grow. Um, I really do. I think yeah. I think what we're seeing, um, you know, we're we're seeing students. Uh, you know, we're, we're seeing quality. We see quality students everywhere, right? And and yeah. we see budgets continue to get leaner. Teams continue to get a bit smaller. Uh, so it's it's difficult for for companies to get to every campus. Um, so using you know systems like uh, like Handshake. Uh, for example, where you're able to post at, at a variety of different schools and communicate with with students from you know schools all over the country, um, and, and you know having they, they you know giving them the opportunity to know what opportunities you have as a company where necessarily years prior, you know they may not have ever had that ability to see that, um, and then using systems like HireVue for for this uh, on demand. Um, interviews allows us to actually see students and, and, and keep students from just being lost in the the overflow of applicants that many companies yeah. receive, right? So I think we're going to continue to see that. I know it's still very new, and, and I, I informally, you know, every every round, every interview day, I always informally poll um, our candidates to see, okay, whose first time was it doing an, a one-way interview, or whose first time was it 
you know, doing a, a, a game-based assessment. And I see that number continue to grow year over year. I mean, I think it, it's not 100% by all means. I mean, I think typically we see about half of the room or so is their first time. Um, but I think we're going to continue to see that, that number grow. I know from the student's perspective and even from the companies, there's always a bit of unease there and, and question around, uh, you know, do you lose kind of that, that high touch uh, opportunity there? But I, I see it as the trade-off being that you're able to get your opportunities in front of more students uh, across the country who necessarily wouldn't have had the ability to see it and students who necessarily, you know, may have been missed or not seen or, or had the same opportunity uh, is now are now able to get out in front of, of these companies uh, in, in a much better way. Yeah, absolutely. I love that, that um, technology has enabled that authenticity and the connection and the ability to, you know, look beyond a piece of paper. But I also really like as well that technology has from a recruiting perspective enabled students that might not have known about particular opportunities at organizations or internships or programs, they're able to find out about it and apply. And perhaps, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they wouldn't have known about those opportunities. And I I think that's a really cool thing. And I hope that that continues to be the case in the future. Absolutely. From a, I like to round things out with a really blue sky, high level thinking perspective. If you had a magic wand, what would you change about early talent recruiting? What would your ideal scenario be? What would you know, what would things look like and um, how would the experience be for students? What would you like to change? That's a, that's a great question. And I think <laughs> it would depend on, on in what time of year you ask me that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, you know, right, right, now we're, right, right now we're in the midst of, uh, of our on-campus recruitment. Yeah. We're starting to, to wind it down. You know, I think if I were to speak out to the industry, right, and, and to your point, kind of have that magic wand, I, I think – what I would say is, and what I would love to see, particularly from a student experience, is, is more of a, I almost want to kind of say a, a national signing day, if you will. I think what yeah. we run into with students, right, and I, I know this has always been a hot topic of, of how early, uh, you know, should, should you approach students? Um, and, and how often should we, you know, or how, how, you know, how should we be doing deadlines for offers and whatnot? I think that's probably one of the hardest things from a student side to, to, to get around, right? And I, I think um, what happens with, with a lot of students is that they, you know, they're interviewing, they're talking to a lot of great companies, and, and they maybe get an offer from, from a company, and, and they, they, a great company, they're really excited about it, they accept the offer, but then, you know, another company comes in and, and, and makes them an offer and, and they, you know, then that, that challenges, do they, do they stay with where they already accepted and where they've already committed yeah. or do they, they take this other offer from, from this other company, right? So I think that that's a challenge that, that I would, you know, I would almost say to our, to our universities around, you know, what rigor can we put in around that? And, and many, many universities obviously have deadlines and policies and whatnot, but I think from the, from the student experience, if there were, you know, if they were able to be able to explore all the opportunities um, and make, you know, make their decision with all the information, you know, that, that it would be a better experience for the student. And then, and then, then you know, again, a better experience for the, the companies as well during that time. Now, of course, that there's a lot of factors that go into it. And, and, you know, like I said, I've been, in, I've been in this space for, for a while. So I know that there's obviously a lot of variables that, that everyone run, runs into as well. 
Um, but just from the student experience, I think it's something where they can make the best decision possible with all the information they have at the time. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's so much for students, there's so much stress and uncertainty associated with that recruiting season and that time of year and making those decisions. Um, I know when I was at university, there was so much uncertainty around it because you just, you don't have the experience to base a decision on and, you know, everything's on different Mm -hmm. timelines and there's so much information out there or there's not enough information out there of what you actually need to know. So I agree. I think that some sort of like centralizing it somehow, streamlining it would make students' lives a lot easier. Yes. uh, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, you know, I think it's, you know, the students are taking, are getting so much information and so much advice from so many different areas yeah. that, you know, there, there's a, there is that bit of uncertainty and nervousness, particularly in, you know, in the, it's a big decision, right? It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a decision that weighs on geographically where they want to live or where they may end up after school, uh, functionally where they may, may end up industry-wise, position-wise. There's a lot of factors that come into it. Um, and I know for students and I know for, again, to my experience as well, it's, it's a big decision and one where you're weighing so many variables that if you're able to remove one of those variables, be it a, a deadline or a timeline that, that change from, changes from, you know, from company to company, that it's just something that may be able to help. Yeah, totally. Hayden, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Loved hearing about all of your insights and experiences and looking forward to seeing what you'll be doing around university recruiting and early talent in the future. Thank you so much, Adriana. I really, uh, really appreciated the time and really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for listening to our Inside Talent podcast. Subscribe to stay updated for our conversations with talent leaders.